Hello friends, welcome to the SOS Podcast. I'm your host Carl, thanks for joining me. The other day I was at my mom's house and she's got this really big rose bush in her front garden. When I say really big, I mean like big and out of control. Really never been pruned, it just grows every year, blooms, the flowers look great, but this thing is all over the place. So that day when I left, there were some dead flowers all over it. It was still kind of crazy and wild. And I said, Mom, go, go get me some shears. Let me, let me do this now. Let me reshape this thing for you now. I wasn't thinking at all that I would need any kind of protective gear like gloves because I'm a grown man, right? I think I'm smart enough to not get stuck by a thorn or two. That's what I thought. I was wrong. So I spent about 15 minutes trimming this thing back. I don't know if I did it right. I told her, I said, either eventually this thing will bloom more roses or it will die. At least now it's in good shape. So as I'm doing this pruning, every couple seconds you hear me go, ouch, ooh, ouch, another one, another one. I just kept getting stuck by these thorns and I thought, well, I can see the branch I can see where the thorns are. I'm purposely trying to grab the branches in the areas where there are no thorns, yet somehow in the process of doing this, I just keep getting stuck by these things. Well, the one was pretty bad. When it stuck me in my finger, it came off the bush and it stuck in my finger. And I'm super squeamish when it comes to blood and guts and needles and all that stuff. So I tried to pull it out real fast and it wasn't coming out. I mean, it took some effort for me to get this thorn out of my finger. And I'm pretty sure I lost just a little piece of my finger in there. So of course I was bleeding and then I needed a band-aid. And turns out after I do this pruning and I leave my mom's house, I'm driving in the car and I feel a little something on another finger of mine. And there's a thorn in there. And again, this one's really in there. I didn't even realize it was in there. Had to take that one out. So these little these little injuries I'm getting from getting stuck by these thorns, pretty, pretty easy to fix, right? Sometimes that doesn't even really bleed. Other times, like the bad one I got, you just put a Band-Aid on there. You don't even have to put any alcohol or anything on there. In a little bit, it stops bleeding, it heals up. Two days later, I'm a little sore, I have a little mark, but I know eventually this will go away. It's an injury that just a band-aid can take care of. But let's say these hadn't been thorns. Let's say I would have had some other serious injury at mom's house. Let's say instead of getting stuck by a thorn, I would have gotten stuck by a kitchen knife, like a steak knife. And let's say instead of going into my finger about a sixteenth of an inch, it had gone into my forearm about three inches. Now let's say I would have taken the same approach to fixing that wound and said, Mom, go get me a Band-Aid. Would that have done anything? I'll tell you what it would have done. It would have made my injury a lot worse over time. Imagine a steak knife going into your arm, muscles being sliced open, maybe a tendon being cut, Maybe a bone being nicked or bruised. Imagine how easy it would be for a wound like that to get infected. So you slap a band-aid on there and you wait. What do you think's gonna happen the next day? Gonna be worse? 
it's gonna look worse, it's gonna feel worse. Well, that's fine. I'll just put two more band-aids on there. A couple days later, this is getting really bad. That's fine. What I'll do is I'll put like a, a much bigger band-aid. Maybe I'll even wrap it in some gauze. The issue here is that you have a wound that is so deep and so severe. You can't treat this thing on the surface. Doesn't matter how you wrap it. There's a lot more work inside that wound that needs to be done. And quite honestly, from the surface, you can't even see what needs to be done, right? Somebody who knows what they're doing needs to look in there, needs to go in there, see what's been damaged, fix it. And then at the end, when that's all said and done, go ahead and wrap it up. The thing is, there's no wound on the surface. Yeah, there's a cut. The knife went through your arm, there's a cut on top. But the wound, that's not the wound. There's so much going on below the surface. That's what needs to be addressed. That's what needs to be fixed. Imagine you've got a big issue with your heart. There's a clog in there. And the blood's not pumping correctly. If your doctor said, just take a little bit of this Bengay and rub it on your chest and I think you'll be fine. Take a little bit of this gauze, I'm just gonna wrap it around your chest and back really tight, I think you'll be fine. You'd probably think the doctor's nuts, cause you know enough to know that something, somehow, needs to get into that heart to fix the problem. Anything you do on the surface is, is gonna be pointless, stupid, right? It's foolish. Yet that's what we do, that's what a ton of people have done over the course of human history are doing right now and will do in the future. We're born with wounds that are so deep, yet so many people try to address these wounds by doing treatment on the surface. We're born with a deadly heart condition, and there's only one expert out there who knows how to address that condition and save our lives. People are going to all different kinds of sources to try to get fixed. Some people are just trying to do it themselves, you know, self-help. You have an issue with anger, you have an issue with pride, you have an issue with depression, you have an issue with just not being motivated in life, or maybe you just don't know how to love people. That's great, buy this book, we'll teach you how to do that. That's where we're at in the world. There are so many counterfeits, so many charlatans out there, so many imitations that are just no good. Only Jesus Christ can identify and address those wounds within us. Only Jesus Christ can heal us from that deadly heart disease that we are born with. He wants to take the bad heart inside us and replace it with a good heart. He wants to actually reside in that heart. He wants the kingdom of his father to reside in that heart. He wants the spirit of God to reside in our bodies to make us holy temples for the living God. The world is gonna show you a ton of band-aids you can use, some gauze, some ointments. Oh yeah, put this on, you'll be fine, good as new. It's just not the way that it works. We need this holy spiritual surgeon to do the real work, to change us, and to save us, to give us life, because otherwise we're on the road to death. 
Do you know people out there who are just slapping band-aids on everything? Some of these people might be in the world. Hopefully, most of them are. But some of them might be in the church, in the pew right next to you, slapping band-aids on things, not approaching God for the real treatment, the real procedure that needs to happen so that they can be healed. Maybe you have been slapping some band-aids on some wounds that really need to be addressed. Some wounds that can't possibly be fixed any other way. And maybe you know that. Maybe you're just a little too scared to get in there. Maybe you say, oh, I know, I know, but you know what? Surgery, that really freaks me out. God, I'd like you to fix this problem. But in order for you to fix it, you're going to have to open me up and expose it. And that scares me. And God says, there's, there's no reason to fear. What we should fear is the consequences of holding on to those things and how they will affect us spiritually and how they will affect our walk and our ability to complete what God has for us here. It's time we say enough with the band-aids, enough with superficial transformation. We really got to get to the heart. We really got to get inside. And we really have to be intentional about praying for those we know who are just slapping the band-aids on, not changing, not growing, not living. It goes much deeper than the superficial. It goes much deeper than just how things look on the outside. If we don't find true healing, those wounds that we think we're addressing and fixing, they're just growing. They're just getting worse. They're just getting more infected. And eventually, death will come. But if we can walk in God's healing, life will come. That's the track we want to stay on. That's the track we want to bring the lost on. Say, come, walk with me. Let me show you this great physician of mine and what he can do. He doesn't just heal a heart, but he gives life full, complete, whole life. He doesn't fix a wound. He fixes everything for eternity. And he is the only one who can do that. Father God, we thank you for your healing hand, for your touch, for these new hearts that you give us, for the way you transform us, Father. Take away any fear or anxiety we might have of going to you with our pain with our wounds. Father, just make us people who trust you completely, who have enough compassion for ourselves and enough desire to fulfill your will that we actually want to be changed more, that we actually want to be fixed more, that we, we want you to treat us every single pain, every single hurt, Father. More than that, God, give us compassion for those who are wandering around, broken, and need to be fixed, God, but just trying every other way there is, ways that will be completely fruitless, God. Father, give us compassion for them that we would not only pray for them to come to know you as their great physician, God, but that we would actually act, that we would speak with them. We would just do what we can to show your face to them, Father. Father, we love you, and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. So, so, ow, ow, so.